From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 15th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. UAW members have gone on strike at auto plants in Toledo, Michigan, and Missouri. Rich Boyer is an international vice president for the United Auto Workers. Next is to get back to the table and hopefully the company to come to the table and give us product alignment. But if that doesn't happen, we're not going to tell you what's going to be next because we want them not to know what's going to be next. The way they're putting disparity on our memberships, we're going to put disparity on them. There are also about 4,000 union workers at auto plants in Northeast Ohio. There are about 1,800 workers at a plant near Cincinnati. Several students and staff members were hospitalized this morning after a gas leak at the SeaTech school on the north side of Newark. Officials say a gas furnace in the cosmetology lab malfunctioned and pumped natural gas into the room. Neil Murphy is Newark's assistant fire chief. Whenever we get a call to this type of facility, we always ask for more resources. It's easier to send people home that you don't need than have it be the other way around. So yeah, this is an all-hands-on-deck type scenario. Maintenance crews worked quickly to get the gas shut off to that part of the building and to clear the rooms before students and staff could return. School bus crashes continue to mount in Ohio, with another one this morning. ONN's Amy Steigerwald said this one happened just southeast of Columbus. We're told the driver rear-ended a Groveport-Madison school bus here off of Alum Creek Drive. That driver has been transported to the hospital and is in critical condition. As far as the students, there were six students on board. None of them were injured, and the bus driver is also okay. Amy Steigerwald in Obetz. In recent weeks, several school bus accidents involving injuries have occurred in the state, with one near Springfield resulting in the death of an elementary school student. A state task force is examining bus safety issues. A jury has acquitted three men in the last trial connected to a plan to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a plan authorities say was born in Ohio. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. The scheme was portrayed as an example of homegrown terrorism on the eve of the 2020 presidential election. You may also remember this is the group that allegedly met in Dublin to talk about their plan in June of that year. The three men were the last of 14 to face charges in state or federal court. Nine others were convicted. I'm Tracy Townsend. Just as it did on Wednesday, the Ohio Redistricting Commission called off its meeting to redraw Ohio House and Senate districts this morning because Republicans can't decide on who will serve as co-chair. David Niven is a political science professor at the University of Cincinnati. Well, you hear the phrase dumpster fire, and I think in this context, that wouldn't do this situation justice. We've had literally years for the Ohio Redistricting Commission to produce a legal map They haven't produced a single one, and they weren't even able to start the meeting. The commission is supposed to have new state maps drawn by next Friday. A high school football game in suburban Cleveland last night didn't have much of an atmosphere around it. ONN's Bree Buckley has more with Scott Stevens, communications director for Shaker Heights Schools. Shaker Heights varsity football team taking on Maple Heights Thursday evening, but with no fans or the band in the stands. We decided to hold the game, but do it without having fans in the stands. It's more manageable for our security forces and for the police department, given the nature of this threat. The district says multiple students reported the threat specifically related to the game to a trusted adult Thursday afternoon, but would not release more details about who made the threat or what exactly it was. Shaker Heights won the game 42-8 to to remain undefeated for the season. 
A former Buckeye quarterback has been sentenced on a drug charge. ONN's Yolanda Harris has more. Former Ohio State player Art Schleister will now serve one year of probation for a cocaine possession charge. He was found unresponsive in a Hilliard hotel room in October of last year. Schleister has a history of crime, including multiple prison sentences related to gambling and theft. I'm Yolanda Harris. Schleister is 63. He played for Ohio State from 1978 to 1981 before playing four seasons with the NFL's Indianapolis Colts. Ohio's unemployment rate has increased slightly from its all-time low, but another milestone has been reached on the job front. ONN's Dave James reports. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says the jobless rate in August was 3.4 percent, up from 3.3 in July, which was the lowest rate since 1976 when the series for reporting unemployment started. However, the state's job force in August of this year of 5,639,700 is the highest since tracking that figure began in 1990. By the way, the current national unemployment rate is higher than Ohio's, at 3.8%. Dave James, I went in news. The Ohio Department of Education has a new way of rating the quality of schools around the state, and those scores have been released for the first time since before the COVID pandemic. ONN's Stephanie Haney explains. The new report cards for Ohio schools came out with a change in the rating system. For the first time, schools and districts were given an overall ranking from one to five stars in half-star increments. The last time overall ratings were assigned, an A through F grading system was used. I'm Stephanie Haney. And electric vehicle drivers can now charge up at a number of locations along the Ohio Turnpike. The Turnpike's EV charging infrastructure, which was established through a public-private partnership, currently includes 64 Tesla supercharger units and 16 Electrify America chargers at eight different sites along the 241-mile toll road. More information is available at ohioturnpike.org. Special thanks to our TV affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.